unbelievable story. And the person that it happened to actually, maybe you know his brothers, they pray right here in this beautiful shul. Nisim and Yaakov Farhi. Their brother, Yitzchak Farhi. Unbelievable story. And the way this story goes, the way he said it, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is that going back eight, nine years ago, he had a jewelry store in Williamsburg. Little Shabbat, he gets a phone call from the security company, ADT security company, that the safe is open. Now someone that's a jeweler, the last call they want is that the safe is open. Especially on Lil Shabbat. Lil Shabbat is the last time you can do anything about it. Halavah that happens Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. Lil Shabbat? You're the farthest that you could do anything. Even if it was Shabbat day, a few more hours you could do something. If it was close to Motzei Shabbat. Here it's Lil Shabbat. Why, 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 why? Absolutely nothing a Shomer Shabbat Jew could do. Now you have to understand that in a safe, there's tremendous amount of money in there. And I even asked him, did he have insurance? And he said he didn't even have insurance. It was too expensive. So if you're going to think, okay, don't worry, the insurance will cover it. I'm just trying to show you how far his Mesirut Nefesh for Shabbat went. He didn't even have insurance. If the safe is open, there goes half a million dollars probably. His life savings, other people's life savings. Why, why, why? He speaks to his brother Albert. And of course, they say, Shabbat? Chas v'shalom to mechalel Shabbat. Security company could call. The safe is open. But Shabbat we will not mechalel. Now you have a lot of heterim. Heterim. To maybe go Mahalal Shabbat. No, it, it's, I have to, uh, I'll tell a goy to take me, Shavut to Shavut, Bimkom, said, and maybe there's a Kanan Nefashot, and, and there's a lot, you, you could probably try to convince yourself that you have a lot of Hitterim. You could say, you know what, I'll walk to Williamsburg. I'll walk there, I'm not going to take a go, I'll walk there, I'll just go see what's going on. And they said, Shabbat is Shabbat, we're not doing nothing. And sure enough, they took the mind off of it. They tried to enjoy Shabbat, of course. They tried to take the mind off of it. And they're going on with Shabbat. And again, the whole Shabbat, the security company is calling numerous times. Again, they're calling, your safe is open. And again, they're calling, your safe is open. Mutei Shabbat comes, and their mother goes to them. And she says, didn't you get a call from the security company? Why don't you go see what happened to the safe? They said, you're right, let's go see what happened to the safe. So they get to the store. They go inside the store. And they see that, in truth, they were robbed. They see watches stolen, glass broken. They realized there was a break-in, and they were robbed big time. Now they have to go to the safe. Till now, he told himself, okay, the safe, yeah, no, nothing, it's uh, a wire, it's uh, off over there, okay. But now you see you were robbed, so he's got to go see the safe. So he tells his brother Albert, used to hear, say, I'm going to go inside and I'm going to go see the safe. You can imagine his heart's racing. You can, ima- <laughs> you can imagine the pahad. Everything that you're working for, who knows how many, how many years. And now you can have nothing to show for it. And you're going to be in debt. He goes to the room where the safe is and he sees that the safe door is closed. So he screams back to his brother. The safe is closed. 
So his brother says, okay, open it. Maybe they came from the back. Maybe they came from the neighbors. Maybe they came from the, from the ceiling. Okay. So he starts going to the safe and turning the dial. And he said it took him around five to 10 minutes just to open the safe, which could have taken literally 15 seconds. For right, we left, run, you open it. They, they, they do it with the eyes closed almost. And here he is, he's fumbling for five to 10 minutes to sweating what's gonna be when he opens the safe. And finally he gets the combination. He opens the safe, he looks inside, and he sees that all their jewelry is there. Right away, he closes the door, he locks it, he screams to his brother, he goes back, he says, Albert, everything is there, Baruch Hashem. And as they're there in the store, who do they see? The police. The police comes, detective actually came, and they say to them, what are you doing here? They say, we're the owners of the store. We were robbed. They say, you were robbed last night. Why didn't you, why are you coming now? And they say, last night was Shabbat. The detective says, you wait here. Tells him to wait outside. And he's going to go inside to go see what happened. He goes inside. A few minutes later, he comes back out. And he tells them, do you have a ladder? you have a step stool? you have something? He says, yeah. They bring a ladder. They put it. He says, okay. The detective tells him, go upstairs. Go over there. Go over there and, and see in the ceiling. Go look over there. He goes up. He steps on the ladder. He sees in the ceiling. And there's a bag of loaded guns. And the detective tells him, let me tell you what happened. These guys, professional. You know what they did? They came. And they were waiting over there for you to come. They were playing with the wires. They were setting off the alarm. They didn't open the safe. They can open the safe. They're playing with the safe, the wires, and they're triggering it, hoping that what's going to happen? You're going to hear, the safe is open, you're going to run down, you're going to go to the safe, you're going to open it, and they're going to get perfect aim. And as the safe door is open, they end the person's life, Rahman al-Islan, easiest way to get the safe door open. They take the money and they run away for their life. He says, they're waiting for you, triggering and setting off that alarm last night, all night long. That's why the alarm company kept calling you. They're there 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, where are these guys? Why are they not coming? They realize they're not coming. They break uh, the glass, they take a few watches, and they run away. And because you didn't come, because it was your Shabbat, you were zuchet not only to keep your jewelry, you were zuchet to keep your life. If you came, you know what would have happened? It would have been over. Your Shabbat saved your life. Orich yamin bimina, bismola osher v'chavod. You were zuchet bizchut the Shabbat to have also your life and also osher v'chavod. And he says that shortly afterwards, the price of the gold jumped from three fifty to seven eight hundred dollars. They sold. They ran away. They got out of there. All bizchut shemirat Shabbat. And you're thinking, Hashem, this is the worst time for the alarm to get set off. Now Hashem says, this is the best time. This is the best time. The last time you would want the alarm to go off is any other time. The best time it was, it was on Lil Shabbat. When I watch over Shabbat, then Hashem watches over me. You think you're going to lose from keeping Shabbat? You will never ever lose by keeping Shabbat. And you will never ever gain by being Mechalel Shabbat. And look at the Berakha 
there was zochet to have. All bishut shemirat Shabbat. Shabbat comes, beracha comes, shemirat comes, refuah comes, hayim comes. All the segulot you can imagine. Shabbat shemolad. The power of Shabbat.